0: Welcome to the pageantry podcast
1: and today's very special pageantry podcast guest calling in a unique position for us two directors co-directors of Miss USA ambassador pageant program Barbara Thurston and Kristen Thurston ladies welcome to pageantry podcast
0: welcome thank you thank you it's a pleasure to be here absolutely as we're excited.
1: This is going to be a little new for us. You know, having three of us on the line here at one time. So hopefully I won't talk over anyone too much. But in visiting with the event this past summer, I was really impressed with a lot of things that y'all do and a lot of things that you stand for. But first off, why did you found USA Ambassador?
0: Well, we, Kristen and I both have a love for pageantry and for what it stands for in general. So honestly, pageantry... Um, We promote all pageantry, but we saw a need for our passion, which is charitable work. And we also saw a need for a pageant that actually is there for every type of girl. Right, Kristen?
2: Absolutely. Part of our unique scoring system allows girls to compete. Every girl competes in the USA Fashion Wear, which is 25%. But the neat part about it is we offer eight different uh, both on-stage and off-stage optionals so that if a girl, um, let's say, is very talented or a girl is very photogenic or she wants to be a model, she has the ability to compete in those optional competitions and replace her USA fashion wear score for 25% of the overall score. So creating this system, um, it was a mother-daughter team, and I used to compete a long, long time ago, and we just thought there was a need for a pageant that celebrated everybody, individuality, and uh, charitable work, and it's it's also a nice excuse for um, mom and I to get to spend a lot of time together, which is awesome. Absolutely.
1: And again, as a mother-daughter team, as co-directors of the Miss USA Ambassador Pageant uh, System, it is unique. Many times when I'm meeting with people, in fact, you know, when we kind of started the Glamour Lifestyle Industry back in you know 1962, there's a director. How does the relationship work between the two of you when we're making decisions and looking at the system, making changes, bringing in new types of competition, et cetera? How does that symbiotic relationship work between the two of you?
0: Well, the good news is that Kristen and I are in two different, not good news, but we're in two different states. But we talk <laughs> at least... I don't know, three to five times a day sometimes, Kristen? Easily. (laughs) And then we visit regularly. But we both have our roles and responsibilities. I would say that as we develop the program, I've kind of fallen into the paperwork, event planning, those kinds of of roles. And Kristen takes more of the responsibility for production. I mean, there's a lot more Mm -hmm. to it. But we just make it work, and we have a wonderful, wonderful group of volunteers that have been with us for every year. So they help with making some of our decisions in addition to our state director team, which is wonderful. So there's a lot of different ways that we actually make changes. But the the key component is the question Kristen and I always ask,
2: which is what, Kristen? It's how it affects the girl. We really try to make our decisions based on making a positive effect on our actual contestants competing in our program. So whenever we make a, especially a, a big decision, that's our first question. Not so much of, you know from a business standpoint, obviously, but it's our very first question is how is it going to affect the young women competing in our system? Mm-hmm.
1: In fact, speaking three to five times a day, you must be on the unlimited minute plan.
2: Yes, my goodness, we are. (laughs) Yes,
1: absolutely. Yeah. All joking aside, you had a big milestone this past summer, and this was a celebration of your fifth year anniversary. How did it feel to reach that milestone? When we talked, I said, "You know, if you can make it past three, you're gonna make it." You can see it on the video from the event. But how did it feel standing up there on stage, knowing five years—that is a milestone.
0: It it truly is, Carl. It it was it's so rewarding. I mean, a lot of work goes into producing and, and, you know, offering any kind of pageant system, but as a director and co-directors to actually stand there and see all, you know, feel the impact that you're making across the country with the the girls and the contestants and the families. is just, I can't even describe the feeling. Kristen, how how do you describe it? I mean, besides crying.
2: Yes, it's it's truly a remarkable experience, and it makes all the long hours and questions and everything to get ready and prepare for a big national event and to celebrate five years was just bittersweet this year. It was it was amazing. And mom and I knew when we started this, we would have no problem hitting five years. But when the reality set in, I think we both looked at each other and said, wow, and just looked at all of our wonderful families and staff and state directors and just thought, you know, this is why we do this for the families and for the girls and all of our hard work and just going into everything. It was it was a nice celebration and to know that reaching that five-year milestone. Mm-hmm. And we had a lot of surprises.
1: Yeah. To- <laughs> yes, you did. And I've read about most of them in Pageantry Magazine. Why don't you talk a little bit about the prizes?
0: Absolutely. And we love that article in Pageantry Magazine. We've got so many wonderful compliments about it. So thank you so much for highlighting us. I don't even know where to start with the surprises. When they first registered, um, typically our contestants always get a gift bag. This year we put a little more thought into every event that we held and every surprise that we offered them, and it was only Kristen and I that knew the surprises. So they received gifts at check-in. It was a beach bag, a really nice beach bag, and then they went right into the welcome dinner where we had Jack Sparrow and a live mermaid so to speak, even though we had to move our welcome dinner from the pool to inside due to just the, the rain that took place this year. which I don't was-
1: remember that at all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. Kristen, you live there, and I miss yeah, <laughs> so much rain. So, And we had a treasure chest, and in the treasure chest, there was over $500 worth of prizes. Whoever had the magic, the, the key that opened the treasure chest, we gave each contestant their own key to unlock the, this huge gold treasure chest. Um, and then the next day we had our offsite. And Kristen, why don't you talk about this? Because you arranged this.
2: Sure. It was a really neat event in the sense we got to go to the Florida Aquarium. But before this, and the Queens didn't even know, we had hired a stretch limo. So our royalty and their moms and dads got to ride in the stretch limo. And one lucky contestant, that was randomly chosen, also had a VIP experience to the aquarium. So they got a full limo experience instead of the nice chartered buses, but a limo, I would take a limo any day. So it was a nice little added perk. And that contestant, she was from Missouri, got to really interact too as well on a one-on-one level with our national queen. So that Mm. that was fun as well. It was. And then we brought in a band called Believe, a boy band,
0: that is just starting out whose sister with a former national title holder with us and the band performed for all of our contestants as a surprise and it was everybody talked about the band <laughs> like yeah. hey what about this what about that so we we hired a live band to come in and perform and then from there we had our celebration party of this years so all of our former national title holders And current national title holders all went to this exclusive party with the band, and we had a caricature in there to to do photos for them, and we played music, and we had all kinds of, you know, desserts and snacks, and we had a a candy bar at our um, charity auction, which was the following evening, and provided the girls with their each individual candy jar that had the U.S. Ambassador logo. So we we did a ton of things on our fifth-year celebration, Carl.
1: Beautiful looking right at the system itself, what age divisions do you promote? And what are the age ranges within each one?
2: Yeah, we actually, um, and new actually for our fifth year, we added a new division. So we actually have seven divisions, four and up, essentially. We have our Little Miss division, which is four to six. Our junior preteen is seven to nine. Our preteen is 10 to 12. Junior teen is 13 to 15. Teen, 16 to 18. Miss, 19 to 25. And Miss is 26 and up.
1: Okay, so seven divisions. And looking, when someone comes out and they're competing, especially for your national title, what types of competitions can they expect? You touched upon it a little bit briefly earlier, required versus optional.
2: Sure. Our main component, and Mom and I, when we got together, definitely is worth the most, is interview at 35%. And it's a personal one-on-one interview for three minutes, which is longer than most pageant systems. But we feel as though three minutes really gives the girl the opportunity to meet the judges and, and get to tell the judges who they really are. That's 35%. They compete in evening gowns for 25% of their score. They have USA Fashion Wear, which we spoke about earlier, was is 25%, or they can replace it with a optional score if it's higher. And then the last um, competition we have is actually on stage, and it's on stage chat with our MC, who happens to be Bo Zimmer from Channel 10 News in Tampa, and the judges write the questions, and it's, the girls get to prepare ahead of time, but it's really a neat opportunity, because the audience doesn't get to see interview, it's really a neat opportunity for the audience to get to see the girl, and, and how they answer tough questions, especially this year, under pressure, and kind of more of a relaxed environment, but on stage, so it's, it's also a neat kind of component. It's not so much an on-stage question, but kind of more of a conversation with with the pageant MC about issues that are
1: relevant in today's youth, and I, tell you, I was talking to Barbara a little bit earlier and It's like you can read the notes that are sitting here on my desk that I thoroughly enjoyed that casual on stage where the girls were out, you know, in groups of four and five, you know, answering questions about relative events of the day, and I thought it really gave an insight into their own personality.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yes. The girls seem to like that competition. I mean, they're. Probably most nervous about that competition, but once they realize that they're up there as a group, and it really is a conversation, it it really is unique to our
1: system. So, and of course, you talked one of the main reasons for founding USA Ambassador is for the charity work. So, let's talk a little bit about various mottos and things that y'all support within there. And I'd like to start with really s- slick, Success through leadership, integrity, character, and competence. How did you come up with that? Yeah.
0: Well. I knew that our pageant system needed a motto to to enhance exactly what we were trying to promote. Initially, for me, the USA Ambassador pageant, I always say that Kristen and I are making ambassadors, young ambassadors in their own communities, because if everybody helped one another, I mean, it sounds cliche, but if everybody did help one another in their own communities, it certainly would be a nicer place for everyone. But the slick motto came up with... I'm going to be honest with you. I have motivational calendars um, in my workspace in different areas, and a lot of them have those types of words. So I started to play around with some of those inspirational you know, meanings and the things that I wanted to teach, or Kristen and I both wanted to um, instill in the girls and the families that participated in our program, so I kind of jumbled, you know, like hangman, I think is what it is, <laughs> and I started to play around with the letters, and I came up with like with those meanings, so that is the true, honestly, that is exactly how I created it, knowing that I wanted something that really was meaningful, and that we promote as an organization.
1: And of course, hashtag USA Be The Good.
0: Oh, yes, go ahead, Kristen, talk about this,
2: I love this. Yes, that was, and it will continue to be our hashtag. I was fortunate and still fortunate enough to meet a wonderful person while I was going through um, cancer treatment at Moffitt Cancer Center, Michelle DeJong, who is probably the most inspirational person I've ever met. And even going through diagnosis of brain cancer, she continues to be the good and volunteer, and through everything that she's had to overcome and continues to overcome, she still is believed there's good in the world. So it kind of fit perfect to our system in the sense it was a, a note to her indirectly of how much she means to me, but also to the girls of, you know, a crown and banner is great, but it's really what you do and how you make the world a better place with your crown and banner. That's the most important. So... That's why we encourage our girls when they're doing community service to use the hashtag the good to really showcase that, you know, a crown and banner is so much more than the sparkly centerpiece, but really to use their crown and banner to service others. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly, as we have professed since 1962 when we helped found this wonderful industry. And you're also big supporters of Big Brothers and Big Sisters, and I was quite impressed with that check that you presented on stage.
0: Absolutely. Um, Big Brothers and Big Sisters have been on philanthropy since the beginning because it's an organization that helps youth all over the country. It's a national organization, and we encourage our contestants, current queens, past queens, anyone to get involved so that you can be a role model for perhaps youth that do not have as many opportunities as they do. So each year we host an annual charity auction, and every State Queen is required to bring something to donate to that auction, and we ha- we host a live auction. I'm actually the auctioneer. It's a lot of fun, and the representative from Big Brother Big Sister of Tampa Bay is there with us, helping in the audience as well. And all of the proceeds of that auction are actually given to the Big Brother Big Sister each year. So we're definitely I think over forty or fifty thousand at this time for the five years and. And this year was exceptional. We had a check for over $15,000, and our families were so giving and so supportive of that mission, and we had so much fun doing it. So we encouraged, you know, all pageantry to to make a stance and actually work with an organization to make a
1: difference. I know they felt blessed to work with you, and, again, it was a, it was an exciting moment just sitting there in the audience when you presented the check and just to see the appreciation uh, that they felt or USA Ambassador, helping them out. And it was another extremely poignant moment when you announced the Spirit of Life Award. Can you tell us a little bit about the award and its history?
0: Sure. Not the past nationals, but the prior nationals. Kristen had mentioned that she had gone through cancer treatment. And I actually lived with her for six months while she was attending those treatments. And as a mom, and, and her dad was here supporting, obviously, everything here at home, and then flew down every now and then. You know, it was it was really tough for me as a mom. And she had so much support to see her positivity and going through all of those treatments and, you know, making every day, the, making the best of every single day, no matter how ill she was. And at the same time, I had a sister who was also um, going through cancer treatments at that time, who happened to be Kristen's godmother. And I was living in Tampa, and we would talk to my sister Doreen Richards in Tennessee, and Kristen would talk to her every day. And and I saw that bond just get stronger and stronger. And I decided at that point um, with some of my volunteers that I really needed to acknowledge on a personal level how much strength Kristen had in, in life in general, and my sister, the will to live, just staying positive and focused. So I created that award and I made it in honor of both Kristen and my sister, and then, unfortunately, this past May, um, I had lost my sister to that battle, and we will continue as an organization to present that award to a deserving person who is struggling with that battle and overcoming the daily, you know, the daily health issues with that battle and let them know that you're not alone and that people appreciate your positivity and that... You know, we're surrounding you, and, and we're, we're rooting for you. And the spirit of life is, is very personal for me, and, and that's why I created it, Carl.
1: And obviously, it's, it's very emotional. I know it's a great remembrance of your sister and a testament uh, to the strength and determination of Kristen as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. In Absolutely. looking at USA Ambassador, how can people find you? Obviously, yes, here we have you, Pageantry Magazine but you have a website, social media. Let's talk a little bit about how people can get in touch with you and learn more about the program. Absolutely.
2: Kristen, I'll let you talk. I mean, I just go on and on. <laughs> no worries. They can find us at USAambassador.com on the web. We also have Facebook. We also have Instagram at Ambassador Pageants. So we're pretty much everywhere, Twitter, USA Ambassador Pageants, anywhere that you can find us. We're there. I'm, I'm more of the social media person that responds, and mom, they can email, they can call us. We really, really try hard to make sure that everyone feels welcome and responded to and really enjoys the experience of uh, the USA Ambassador pageant.
1: Imprint, you've got all the websites like most businesses do, then you have the social media, the Facebook, the Twitter, etc., yes?
0: Absolutely. And obviously, we host many state pageants across the country. We have state directors in some. Where, you know, we host some. We do meet and greets occasionally and, and reach out to others who are interested in, in the USA ambassador pageant, which we're excited about. We're growing and we're excited about it.
1: And of course, you hold your national finals down here in our backyard uh, in Florida over in Tampa. A little bit from us, and yes, I... I do remember the rain. <laughs> I do remember. <laughs> I do remember driving on the median, getting out of there before the cars went under. I know. But it's a very, spe- it's a very beautiful location.
2: It was an easy decision, actually. Yes, when I was. was younger, I used to compete in pageants, and my family always wanted to go watch me, and that included two younger brothers. So typically, they would stay in a hotel room and be bored, and there was not a lot to do. So when we visited the Innsbruck property. We really felt as though it could be a a vacation. So you're investing in a national pageant. We wanted the entire family to enjoy the resort. And the resort is beautiful. The great part about it, a majority of the rooms have a full-size kitchen, so families can cook in there. There's six different pools, one with a really cool water slide and a Mm -hmm. sand area. There's four golf courses, which the dads and moms love, which is great and tennis and basketball and there's a nature trail and just the staff too at Innisbrook is very very accommodating and they love our group in fact mom and I had the opportunity to actually enjoy Innisbrook this past Thanksgiving we always worked, that they really truly just love the families and love the girls and we when we chose that location we thought about the families and not just the girls and that and they have ample space for us to grow, which is nice as well. Their facilities and, and staging and everything. So that's really the reason why we chose the venue that we're at.
0: And it is our it is our home. Innisbrook yeah. is our home. We are, we will, we, as far as I know, we will not be moving. We definitely have contracts for many, many years and we're excited to be there. We really are. And no rain next year, Carl. No next, you know, it didn't rain for four years at this year, anniversary, But, you know, it didn't stop anyone. I, I really didn't hear anybody complaining too much about it because there was so much to do that those five days.
1: And it was most of it the last day. And, I, you know, and even when we're all, you know, leaving and saying our goodbyes and our well wishes and our congratulations, it was more of like, can you believe this? At least it held off for most of the week. And, uh and, it was wonderful, yes, this is Florida. This does happen uh, every now and then. And and I agree with you. Innesbrook is a phenomenal property. Anything and everything can be done there. And, yes, it's a great family atmosphere. It's close to the airport. It's easy uh, to get into. Is there anything that you would like to impart to our readers or listeners that maybe I didn't touch upon?
0: Gosh, you definitely touched upon all of the important aspects of our program. Um, I guess I would just you know, reach out to anyone who has not heard about us to please visit our website, be part of our family, and embrace everything that we represent because we certainly would love to have you and and meet you from across the country. So, and to thank you, Carl, for for everything and and for being with us during our last national pageants and and meeting your family. They are beautiful people. So, thank thank you for that.
1: Thank, Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. And I know all four of us look forward to coming back down again this summer. Uh, you know, they've talked about it and it was a, it was a quick trip, but, uh, you're right in our backyard and it's been, you know, a pleasure and a source of pride for me to see you grow from when we first started, you know, talking when you first founded it, both of you to see that now we can work together, but really you hit that five year mark and to go down and see that the passion and the care that you have, not only for the, the production side of it, but for the contestants as well, it's a source of pride for me in the industry and everything that we promote from the positive standpoint of that. Mm -hmm. So congratulations to you two once again on a really a momentous and auspicious five-year anniversary milestone. Well, thank you,
0: Carl. And we'll see you soon. Thank you so
1: much. It is my pleasure. And again, today's very special pageantry podcast guest. You can hear them on pageantrymagazine.com as well as a free download on iTunes. It's our co-directors, mother and daughter, Barbara and Kristen Thurston, Ladies, thank you so much for calling in today and you know, spending time with us. I know you've had a very busy schedule. We're going into the holidays. So I do really appreciate you letting our readers and listeners learn more about the USA Ambassador Patch. Thank you.
0: Thank you.